Grace. I'm a traveler, yoga instructor, and major foodie. I write all about it on my blog, Mildly Irresponsible. And I'm Kaylee, a bikini competitor, personal trainer, health coach, and owner of KayleeFitHorn.com Lifestyle Health Coaching. We've been best friends since childhood, and today we're here to talk about all things wellness. All right, let's just f***ing do it. Let's f***ing do it. Hey, what are you doing? Haley, my allergies are so fucking gnarly. I have been ice rolling for hours and nothing is helping. Oh my God. Have you tried the medicinal melange? Okay, I'm just going to dive in because I'm so freaking excited. I've been <laughs> like looking forward to this interview because I, I can't wait to pick your brain. I'm trying, let me talk slow because I get excited. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> okay, so welcome to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. I am so freaking excited to have you here. And who do we have here today is freaking Elizabeth with the medicinal melange. Oh my God, I love it. So for the news. Tell us, kind of, give us a little elevator pitch. I am a clinical herbalist. I was a BCBA ahead of this, so like a behavioral therapist. Um, I worked with kids with autism and taught them how to basically life skills and how, what's socially acceptable, you know. And I look back now and it like breaks my heart because I'm like, who gives a yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Can I curse? I probably shouldn't curse. Uh, You're fine. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and then I was, you know, just doing that forever. And then my daughter got sick and I was like, okay, well, I got to figure something out, you know? So I became a clinical therapist, uh, excuse me, a clinical herbalist after that. And I studied with different like big name ther uh, herbalists. And then I studied with um I've gotten to study with like different oncologists and stuff like that and how they're bringing herbalism into it and I've just been very lucky to kind of have the gamut and really because of my background in a more you know studious scientific rigid background it's allowed me to kind of have those connections and figure out in a more impactful way how I can approach herbs you know so I'm very lucky to be a clinical herbalist at this point in my career. Um, and then I run my business, right? I'm a business owner. <laughs> like yeah. it's, they are two separate things in my opinion, you know, like it, it has to be. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just really lucky to be where I am and as a business owner and trying to open up people's minds to the possibilities of like what herbs could do for them. It's not about like fixing and changing in these more scientific or even holistic based heroic traditions of like I can fix you I'm about that wise woman way of let's balance and we're going to go through it and it's about that cyclical like okay I'm going through it I need to add these herbs to help me balance out okay we're back to balance you know and just kind of balancing in that way first of all I think it's very cool that you are educating so many people about the possibilities of like how to add herbs into their life I feel like I don't know about you Kaylee but like I've read some I've read books I've heard stories about how people have like cured terminal diseases by changing their entire lifestyle but also adding a lot of like herbal remedies and practices of meditation and things like that through really like holistic paths and so it's cool that it's becoming more you know I'm not mainstreamed but like talked about I guess and people are becoming yeah. more enlightened yeah I think it's also similar to like other different um methods of spirituality that are talked about more right it's not you know you're not in some sort of closet it's not that underground secret I mean even look at I mean as popular as oils are now look at even just oils you know like mm -hmm. 15 years ago you were like oh oils you know and now it's like <laughs> no no this is like a viable way and I studied um aromatherapy and I only have like 400 hours of study. So it's not like I've done like a huge chunk, right? But like enough that I know bases and notes and this and that and the other. And, you know, these are important things that, yes, there's 
a purpose for them, you know, and then if you look at herbs on the whole, like from an herbalism perspective, people are just so much more open to it. Um, I haven't really shared it much because my story really starts with my daughter and her becoming sick, you know, but I had breast cancer and ovarian and my lady parts hate me and now I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, take them all, get rid of them. I don't want them anymore. But uh, no, my uterus caused me to have a heart attack. Right. And just like complete at 27. Right. And just, it was a mess. And I was like, okay, I need to change my diet. And did I need to go vegan? No, but I needed something that wasn't an inflammatory diet, right? Was something where I'm taking the inflammation out and I'm going, and I've always eaten like this, not so much before, because I was like in my young twenties and who cares, right? Eat it all. Um, But at the time I changed everything to like a whole food diet, right? Like if I don't make it, most of the time I don't eat it. Like I can go out to a restaurant. Sure. But like, if I'm home, I'm making the food, you know, I'm not ordering, I'm not, you know, buying the thing that's already ready-made for me and myself. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I first started including herbs, even though it's not herbs, but our food is medicine even, you know? So would you say that like your introduction to being really interested was when you went through your health issues, but then the catalyst to your business was your Um, Yeah. Like when I started taking it seriously. So my dad's a, a landscaper. I've grown up around plants my whole life. Most of my life, I was the only child. And so plants were my friends. I'd go outside, I'd push the little snapdragon's mouth so it opened and we would have like talks, which I just found out recently, like not all the kids did this. So I was like, what do you mean you didn't do this? I talked to all my friends. Um, But no, from a serious study standpoint, yeah, that would probably like be my first one because I really am. I read something about a vitamin C diet for breast cancer. And I was like, okay, I'm like all about this. So then as like a punk, everyone's like, what's this hippie stuff? (laughs) I was like, it's not, it's good for you. Check it out. So yeah, it was probably like my first introduction. Would you be comfortable sharing kind of what your daughter was diagnosed with and then like how that started your kind of passion into creating these products? And if sure. Yeah. So just regular degular kid childhood you know she was about five she had constant ear infections and constant strep throat her dad had ear infections most of his childhood and I had strep throat most of my childhood so I just was like you got the luck of the draw you know it's like (laughs) you got my body that hates you at all times and this is just going to be how it is you know it's constantly in a weird imbalance, you know, you're just taught to roll with it. And so we just rolled with it, give them an amoxicillin, give them this, give them that. And we kept doing amoxicillin. And now I look back and went, why didn't nobody say to like switch it up? Or why are we constantly giving antibiotics and they're not working? Like that second round of antibiotics should have been like, okay, wait, what are we looking at? You know? And um, she has pandas, which they now call neuroencephalitis because it is it. What it is, is it's the strep virus or some sort of illness. There's also a thing called pans. It's the same exact thing without the strep. Right. And what it does is the strep virus got really strong. The antibiotics made it stronger and it lodged in her brain stem. So anytime she has allergies and a sniffle, she had allergies last week, like really bad. Anytime that happens, the little bit of strep that's still in her body lights her brain on fire. And the in scans, you can actually see it like completely turn red and like light on fire. And it causes like sudden mental health things at the time when she was little, when she would write, she would have like typical writing of whatever her age was. And then when she was sick, it was like scribble, scrabble, like you couldn't even understand pictures, you know what I mean? So the, the neurologically, if you like looked at the difference, there's a huge difference, behaviorally huge difference. She went from eating what I typically make, you know, the like whole food kind of diet to like only eating chicken nuggets for three months. And that's all she would eat. And she would, you know, have such a huge anxiety and uproar and just became very restricted. You know, it was like three things she would eat and having to then go through with therapy every single time and like heal that and heal this and heal this. And they're giving her all these meds. And I'm like, she's six and has 30 different prescriptions every day, twice a day, like 
And then what happens? And my biggest thing, like, yes, okay, if it helps her, her it helps her. And I'm not like an anti-meds or anything. If that helps you, awesome. But if you could include any sort of herbs to help it work better, or if you could do it instead of like, to me, it's a no-brainer. Like, why wouldn't you, you know, like this is a, a whole form, right? Like whole foods, this is a whole form of healing. But I really thought about the fact she was six and it was costing me so much money that it was stressing me out. And what happens when she's 18 and still has to take all these meds and then can't afford it. And then what her life just completely crumbles around her. Like that's not a way to live. That's not vitality. That's not what she deserves. That's not what anyone deserves. You know, look at how many people that are caught in that system. And so that was my biggest thing is that our system is set up in a way where it's profit over the practice of having vitality and having your health. And there's a lot of things that I can overlook profit over, you know, like we work our asses off and don't get enough, you know, as far as pay and stuff. And it's like, well, profit over, you know, you can't really argue. I mean, you could, I could argue, you know, like I can overlook a lot, but your health, like something as basic as my life crumbles if I don't get that. And you're saying I, there's that barrier of wealth in between me having that not, you know, that was a big deal for me. So I needed to look for plants that are all over that are native to our area that she could use instead of, if that makes sense. I can't imagine how overwhelming that must, maybe it wasn't for you. Like maybe it was total empowerment, but I think, and I can't speak, I'm not a mom, but I can imagine wanting to, you know, fix and change and just tackle the world and not, I don't know, like feeling overwhelmed. Like I would feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. It was very isolating. I, I am a person that I'm sure there's mental health stuff, you know, generationally through there, but like for me, I don't really struggle a lot with a lot of things. I'm a Virgo cat Virgo. So I'm just naturally like anxious all the time. And that's, <laughs> I'm also Jewish. So I live on coffee, you know, so like <laughs> we're just, this is it all the time, you know, but I, it's not something I like struggle with, but in those moments, I have never felt as close to like hopeless as I had there. I'm living in a hospital. I have gained 60 pounds of PTSD weight. I had, you know what I mean? Just like, and, 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 and it, I still am just started working through my PTSD, uh, as it pertains to those events that happened then, you know, not even what anything recent, you know? So she was on the, like the 30 medications twice a day when she was about six. Yeah. And then you started adding in like your herbal remedies that you were making. Yeah. And did she, like, was she able to go down on medication then? So I started with passion flower. I, so I didn't feel comfortable like learning Chinese medicine because I was like, that's not a medicine that like I'm in America. And yes, there are, you know, TCM doctors and stuff like that. But for me, I was like, I don't have the same access of information and support that I would if I lived overseas or in another, any other country aside from America, because most of them are so supportive of verbalism. But, you know, like I just, I don't have as much resources nor do people that study in that way or an Ayurvedic, right? Like both of them are tried and true historic traditions. I wanted something that was something I could learn that was more so cultivated here. And so I started focusing on native plants in the area. You know, I don't need to ship it from overseas. We have it right here. And Passionflower was the first one. And I read an article where they talked about how they synthesized Passionflower in the genetic makeup to make Ativan. And I'm like, well, she's on Ativan. And what it helps do is reprogram your nervous system. So instead of it just being completely discombobulated all the time. The more you use it, the more it helps kind of reprogram it. So those same things that are coming at you, that are stressing you out and triggering you, that you can't use your coping strategies. It helps you kind of be able to be supportive. And when you see those things coming, you're able to take a breath and use those coping strategies because you have this nervous system support. 
And so I made a glycerite. I call them tinctures because nobody's going to know if I say glycerite. But yeah, I was about tinct- to ask you, what yeah. is that? <laughs> so a tincture is a base of alcohol. Mine is a base of glycerin because I'm making them for my daughter, right? Also, I don't drink. I just think it's gross to like taste Everclear at 9 a.m. It's just <laughs> the thought of it makes me want to vomit. Like I would never take it, you know, but like mine are made with glycerite and people are like, okay, this is so good. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to be gross. Like, I think that's on purpose too. I think they like make it gross. So it's like, or a pill, it's easy, you know? But so I made it with glycerin and she would take it and I got her off like 10 of her meds. Just with that, because what happened was she was on Ativan as needed or something for anxiety, right? Because we've tried them all. Mm -hmm. And then they had her on this one to counter the weight gain from this or the eating habits from this or the you know she had like five other meds that were just to help with the side effects of that one you know that's why we're on so many yeah it's like god I have seven freaking prescriptions because you put me on this one prescription one thing yeah so was your when you're working with and adding these into her you know uh medication care plan were the doctors that you were working with that were prescribing the medicine how were they like supportive were you sharing this with them and well first of all yeah fuck them I wouldn't care (laughs) yeah we're going to take this right Uh, (laughs) my kid my choice Um, like if I choose to ruin them no (laughs) Uh, but no thankfully I had doctors so first of all pandas in America I had I was one of like 10 moms that would show up to the Capitol building every day with my kid who's in full psychosis and be like, no, no, we're just going to sit here. Cause by that time I had quit my job. So I was like, I got nothing to lose. I'm with this person that I do not even recognize all the time. Y'all are going to get to know her with me because I'll just sit here all day. They, the insurance companies would not even cover any treatment. So it was all out of pocket for me. This used to all be records. I sold over 4,000 records, big time music nerd, right? But like thousands and thousands, I think I made like 20 grand off of those, you know, and it all went away. Uh, We sold designer bags, my cars, you know, anything that was liquid, I made happen, you know, because insurances wouldn't cover it. And what was because they said it's not real. They said it it wasn't like a a proven disease or not. It's not a thing. She has mental health things. She's not. And it's like, yes, it's mental health things, but the mental health and not like kind of mental health, like full on, like mental health crisis, right? Caused by strep. And I, as a behavioral therapist, I remember when autism was looked at like that. I've been doing this since 2005. So I remember when autism was like, not everybody has autism. It's like, you're right. Not everybody, but a lot of people do. And y'all are just out here. So they used to not cover because you would have to get this special form or whatever. And so that's why a lot of people, instead of calling it pandas, they call it neuroencephalitis, because that's what you have to code it for the um, insurance to cover it. They won't cover pandas, but they'll cover neuroencephalitis, which is blows my mind. But, you know, currently I'm looking for a whole new team for her. And I look at their faces and I sometimes have like those faces and I want to fight them in the hallway. But, you know, what do you do? Like, okay. Let me, let me show you. But so uh, we were at Dell Children's and I really focused on getting everybody in the same exact group, right? So that way everybody could share freely. We all went to the same building for everything type thing. I pulled her out of school at that point, uh, which has been the greatest thing because we unschool her now and she's thriving in that. So all of her doctors were in one area and they all talked and they were all on board with the pandas diagnosis. And that was huge. And so I would be like, Hey, I'm reading this research out of DC. This is what they're doing. And actually we were the first family in Texas to have IVIG, which was a huge thing because they told me when she was like seven, they were like, just don't let her get sick. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Like, like, sure. What is IVIG? And then also I want to know, jump back yes. to your story of going to the Capitol building like mm-hmm. were you having conversations with with 
people about like bringing awareness to like what was oh, it not like conversations it was more me like streaming like <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know yeah. I cannot, it really wasn't until like a year ago that I could even talk about my story without sobbing yeah. you know yeah. because there was just there's no way to explain what it's like to have your six-year-old go to bed your kid and wake up and think that you skinned her mom alive and you were trying to kill her as you wore her flesh like are you like that's not even kind of psychosis that's full on you know and where she doesn't even think you're her mom you know and the therapy even for her and living with you know have these experiences that we experience together you know that and that's really why I don't deep dive into that because at some point the internet things live forever and I don't want her to feel some sort of way you know Mm -hmm. but the experiences that we have are just forever ingrained even in her mind you know and to be able to share my story is important because I've met so many clients that have their kids have pandas and they don't even know that that's how I got started with this but I am always like (laughs) cry and like take all of my stuff for free please just take it you know because it helped us so much and I just want people to know it doesn't have to cost a fortune it doesn't have to do this but in those moments she was a hot mess I was a hot mess and we were just showing up like look, anybody who can hear me. And then they signed it to where it's not like a insurance must cover it, but it was like an awareness day, you know, and it's in October and it's dumb and nothing ever really happens, but (laughs) thanks. At least we have a day, you know, you are a superpower. First of all. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. Like that you've created this entire business around that can help so many people. And I was just researching it. It seems like it is an incredibly somewhat rare and misdiagnosed and all those things. Like I had never heard of this before. And I think that a lot of people struggle in the healthcare system, exactly what you said, that's set up to really not help them (laughs) essentially. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. And I, my mom always jokes because, so I went to school, my bachelor's and my master's is in behavioral psychology and it's all about data and taking data and planning data and all of this. And, you know, the fact that I went to school to take data and the only reason why I was able to prove it is because I took data on everything. She did this and at this time and this, and I had pages and pages every single day which sucks because I don't want to treat my daughter like a client but I was like no no look she gets sick a week later she gets sick a week later you know and here we are how hard or easy was it to start creating these tinctures as we will reference them was that (laughs) I would feel like I mean I was not good in science like I was definitely that was like not my jam it feels like it's a science experiment where you can I I don't know how do you get it like do you make a recipe do you get a recipe like yeah work yeah and I noticed a lot of people were in that position and I would take these classes and they'd be like just do this and I'm like what do you mean just do this like how do I what you know but also I'm a manifester like we'll figure it out I I view it as like a a baking versus cooking like a baking brain they need to have every step and it's got to be exact measurements mine's not like that mine is like what do we got in the pantry let's throw it all in we'll figure it out as we go hope you don't die you know (laughs) um but that's honestly also why I I see these people and they got 80 different herbs and I'm like, that's cool, but you only need three, like five of those herbs. I'll do the same thing, you know, and like, and different herbs for different people for sure. But for me personally, I had no choice, right? Trial by fire. She was sick. This was something that I could just try this one thing. Even if passion flower is the only thing that works for her, let's just try. And that's where I started. And thankfully that was my gateway herb, you know, (laughs) and like just opened up my world. But as I started going along, I looked at myself and like, just feeling like mom tired. Right. And it's anybody, it's stylists, it's teachers, it's people that have to support other people in the hospital. It's all of these things, you know, and just feeling like you pour and pour and pour and pour and pour into other people's cups. And then you're like, shit, it's three o'clock and I still got a ton 
fun to do and I am exhausted, you know? And so I started looking at herbs for that, you know, and thankfully there's a waterfall of herbs that are called adaptogenic herbs. And that's what they do. They create this like invisible bubble and like, it like blocks out stressors. Like that's chemically what it does. It blocks out environmental stressors that are coming to you and gives you this bubble of like, that's your bullshit. I'm going to be in here in my bubble with my stuff and we're good, you know? And, uh, it's really nice because when it takes your body out of those stressful situations where you're constantly in fight or flight, you naturally have more energy. So it's not like a caffeine kick kind of energy. It's a body imbalance energy. And really that's the goal, right? Is just to be in balance and be like, wow, this is how typical bodies are. Like, I love this, you know, like brain works. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like just supporting your body to do what it needs to do. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the goal. And I think a lot of people, especially in these heroic traditions, so like science and pills and stuff, I I see that as scientific tradition, right? This very like sterile brutalism kind of building. Right. And then on the other side, I see this heroic, you know, whimsical, like I can kill everything for you. And it's like, I'm not trying to kill everything. These, you know, bacteria is good. It's good to get sick. Right. And like Mm -hmm. my past, like right in the middle, that kind of like unkept part between the concrete and the forest, you know, that natural weeds, right. Cause weeds are like the greatest things that you could do. And I hate that people kill them, but you know, you have all these like weeds here that are so nutrient rich and healing and this, that, and the other, and we overlook it. We only think there's one side or the other and it's okay to have both you know and that's really where my approach is with my own herbalism school is teaching that you can have both you can look at the science and the compound of each um, herb and and that's what I teach right but I also teach the energetics of the herb what is that herb doing for you that's creating a bubble to block the bullshit you know (laughs) and like that there's something beautiful for your heart in that and so though it's not a cardiotonic it's not strengthening your heart and moving things and this that and the other from a chemical perspective it is doing it from an energetic it's protecting your heart you know yeah Yeah. so when you say teach are is it like an online course or yeah so it's full-on like I have a contract with a proper production you know media thing company not thing it's a company (laughs) you know like I think of it like I got it I'm like yeah you know (laughs) But I have a contract with them because my biggest thing is I didn't want it to look like it was filmed on a baked potato. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't need it. And that's what I hate when you like purchase something and you really invest the money and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? so I create the content for it. And every couple months I put new, essentially like textbooks, right? new sections yeah. up and I have a contract for the next six years. So for the next six years, I have new content all the time so people buy in for the course so you buy the whole school course and my biggest thing was accessibility so there are like through paypal you can pay monthly and stuff like that right because we talked about earlier i just don't want people to feel like money is the thing that's blocking i also do scholarships quarterly scholarships so i'm trying to make it accessible for the people that can't have it but right now i have I, it just launched in January officially, and I have about eight hours of solid content, like demos, lectures, breaking down the history of, because with Western herbalism specifically, these are a lot of practices from indigenous and enslaved people that you know, white people have taken and like turned and like, this is mine now, we came up with that, and really getting to the roots of these practices what the story is, why it's there, you know? So it, it's so much more than you were saying, Grace, of like the chemical and not being sciencey. There's a lot of folk tradition and a lot of oral tradition in herbalism. And that's important to talk about too, because these are people generationally that have made these tried and true, you know, they have 40 years of working with this plant. And that's why it's important to keep those oral traditions and those folk traditions in addition to the science components. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, I, I, I appreciate that you're so willing to share this information because I think throughout any of our interviews, people that are passionate about something who are able to educate, I think consumers in general are just people, one call them consumers, but like 
for myself, like I get overwhelmed about the amount of information that we have to dive through and sort through to understand. And I think for most people, it's like, if something can be presented in a way that's like digestible, we're Mm -hmm. all like 15 times more likely to explore and participate and try. Um, I I was going to ask you, like, I know with medicine, often traditional scientific medicine, people use that as like a quick fix, right? Do you feel like there are certain tinctures you have that operate in the body like quickly? Like what's your gateway tincture to like convert a skeptic, I guess? (laughs) Um, So I always have three and I call them the Holy Trinity. They sell out all the time. Every market, I'll bring like 30 bottles of each and we're like, gone um but it's my claritas for adhd my tranquilium for anxiety so the passion flower blend and then my somnio for insomnia um all three were made for my daughter because she after we went to the anxiety and got off a bunch i made one for adhd because i was like adderall in her system which again helpful but what happens when like right now there's an Adderall shortage and then she doesn't deserve to have her brain function the way it you know a a typical brain would like no that's it that's rude Mm -hmm. and then they had her on Ambien because she wouldn't sleep at night but she's a little cuckoo bird when she's on Ambien and like does the opposite and does not sleep and like you know a lot of people I'm also again Virgo cat Virgo I like things in my control I don't like to feel like crap the next day. In fact, feeling like woozy is not my favorite thing ever. No. Again, I don't even drink. Uh, so the thought of being like, the next day makes me ill. So my Somnio blend is for insomnia. And what it does is it focuses on your body and gets those little twitches or those like, what's that sound? Because we all love Bailey Sarian, but now she like lives in our head, right? Of like, <laughs> like somebody's at my door. And it's like, no, it was just the wind on the outside, right? But those little triggers keep us up, right? Yeah. Or our head does not turn off thinking about all the things we have the next day. You know, and so I have two plants in there that work with both. One works in the body and doing that. And then the second step is the second herb turns off our brain at night. So that way we can sleep all night without making us feel like crap the next day. In my opinion, those three always sell out and there's always somebody that needs help with those three. Definitely recently, my ADHD one, the Claritas is the front runner. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes it's a sleep. I just feel like depending on what's going socially, like as a societal system, depending on what's happening, that's depending on which one's selling most at the time. I have all three of those, by the way. <laughs> well, I have to say, like my, my dad, who is in his 60s, he like cannot sleep. And he was trying to take sleeping pills and tried a bunch of things. And I was trying to encourage him to explore other alternatives. So I look forward to buying and sharing this with him. Please, There is someone, like you said, in every avenue of life that like has something to deal with one of those three. Ooh, I can't wait. So like he's in Houston, you ship to like you would be able I to like worldwide ship. i have a store okay. that uh carries my products in japan i have a lot of clients oh. in the uk i you know all over the us canada i have a couple in mexico i just barely started which you would think it's so close but you know shipping overseas a lot of money so i get that people are like reluctant but it's so nice to have these blends and you know and also like even with the online herbalism school, right? So it's called the green path. Again, that path, that uncut path, right? Between yes. both worlds. I think that's why it's important to have that. Because if you live in England and you are called to these herbs and learning about it, you know, I do a weekly Instagram and TikTok live and, you know, do this and do that. And I try to teach, but it's not like it is with my herbalism school, right? And so if these barriers of, distance are the difference between you healing yourself and not I'd rather you learn so there's always different avenues but definitely I ship worldwide without issue like normally I get them out pretty quick too so that's good yeah this chick drops them off at my door well you're operating a full-blown internationally you know, distributed business, you're doing these education courses, you're a mother, like you are a girlfriend. 
did you ever imagine yourself to be like a business owner in life? Like you are operating like CEO, boss ass bitch energy. Like I'm running my own business. Yeah. I think of myself like just another like I think of myself like another person I just put on my pants <laughs> I'm just an average Joe no, no uh somebody bring, brought it up recently that I just never stop and including my therapist he was like when's it enough yeah. I'm like is that a thing like I just thought you had more goals <laughs> yeah. um but no I'm a Virgo so that's the thing my dad owned his own business my entire life I was always raised to work in the public sector. You know, I, I worked for, uh, as a BCBA and teacher forever and really like pandas knocked us on our ass. Right. And my whole world changed. And instead of scientific brain only, as I was taught, you know, I, it opened my world to this whole other side of things. And for me, I never saw myself here, you know, and I'm so grateful for it. There's no way I could see myself taking and I even tried for like a couple months of like working as a personal assistant like that's not even as rigid as like going to a nine to five type of job you know and I wanted to die like within a day and a half and I was like yeah I know I just committed to this <laughs> I can't sucking my soul I'd rather <laughs> hustle and be like take on like different markets I do two markets a month normally that is enough for me yeah. and then I can focus on other stuff I'm really trying to focus on online content but like they don't teach you this stuff in school so it's trial by fire again <laughs> and like you kill it though you do so oh I appreciate fun. it thank you yeah. yeah I would just like I don't know what to do yeah. you you know? so like, good and I just wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to ask when I first met you you were telling me you get your herbs from like doesn't your family have a farm so my dad being a landscaper my whole life does have many a hookup and different farms yeah. and stuff like that so what I'm doing is I actually grow everything myself wow. like here and whatever I don't grow I get locally like so I, I just bought a house here in our town and it's a huge yard like huge especially for like a development I'm almost a half acre which is unheard of in a development and I back up to the green belt and there's a railroad there so they can't ever build there like I have nobody on this side because I have a wash and I have one per like I have one neighbor basically and she's all the way over there so you're and, hosting um, parties at your house is what oh my saying. god I cannot <laughs> wait my dad came over right after we he none of my I have no support system here like I have my friends but that's it right but my dad flew out and we went through and we drew out what my entire yard's going to be like and I cannot wait I'll just freeze oh my I'm like, hurry up but I have my raised beds out there but I will have fields of chamomile and lavender and doing all of my stuff with you know, I'll have like these herbs and then I'll also have, you know, more like energetic, baneful herbs on this side and trestles of jasmine. So that way I can use those in teas, right? And then when you water them and the breeze comes in at night and goes through the house and it'll smell like jasmine. So these are all like beautiful things. But for now I have my raised beds and I'm thankful for them. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever I personally do not grow, I get from local farmers in the area and I made these connections with people so that way I'm able to keep as much as possible here and sometimes I have to go to like Dallas like top of the stove right but most of the time I keep it right here in central Texas that's awesome also that you have that ability to keep it so close-knit for quality control too I'm sure on your products and making sure everything is you know top no I, I guess organic are you an organic grower or how does uh, that I mean yes definitely like let me start there because everyone's going to be like what no yes <laughs> <laughs> however I there's a lot of words there and a lot of money that comes with the word organic mm -hmm. you know sure. you have enough money it'll be organic don't worry and, <laughs> but at the end of the day like there's a lot of stuff like so no I don't spray I don't do this I don't yeah. do that I actually probably go far on the opposite side of like just keeping it as 
little interference as possible. And I've really focused on permaculture and using the different plants to support the other plants. Cool. Mm. I I have no green thumb, but I, that's like on my 20, it was on my 2021 vision board, my 2022 <laughs> board. It's on this vision board. I saw on TikTok, tell me if you've heard of this. It's kind of gross, but, or I guess it's not gross. Teach their own. People were soaking their underwear that they had had their period in in water and then like I guess straining it but basically they're saying the protein from the blood was like a great monthly fertilizer so I was joking with wait for their plant yes okay okay. so I I see your face question did you have the placenta when you had the boys did you do anything with the placenta no but I I would now right let me eat it let me I did not I would I, I didn't. I would probably uh, get it capsulized. Right. But think but of yeah. that same mentality, right? right. Like it's, it, you're saying the minerals and stuff like that from that. Similarly, when my daughter was born, they had compostable diapers that you can do. And my mom's all, that's fucking gross. And like, she was, she's way more like supportive of my lifestyle now and like out of the broom closet and doing my thing you know <laughs> yeah. uh, then she Wait. was then but she like it's people like would compost it in their compost and they're yeah. like it's fine now oh. did I absolutely not would I do well first of all I don't have a uterus anyway so that's not a thing but yeah. if I did I probably would not certainly not the stuff that I would sell to people but I think there's something beautiful about that yeah. I think returning ourselves into nature and if it was just like especially you know as somebody that is more on the spiritual side you know like I definitely would have that in my front rosemary plants right of a protective herb and one of my guides like I would hell yeah I would put that in there like I just put it right on in <laughs> Maybe I'll, try, I'll try it I'll let you guys know how Yay! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> would you be able to offer I mean as someone like we said has grown a business what kind of tips would you have for someone who's passionate about something and is interested in starting their own kind of hustle on it yeah it's so dumb because this is what people told me. And I was like, I don't know, guys, <laughs> start where you're at. Like, don't constantly plan, plan, plan. Just start. You have one product. Cool. I went on to my first market. It was weird because I was like doing this at home and my friend owned a brow business. Right. And it was just do, oh, and eyelash extensions and stuff. Right. And so like, she was like, we're going to have a market. Who wants to come? And it was like a October market, right? And it was two weeks before. And I was like, I'll come. <laughs> I had no products made, no nothing. And she was like, okay. And that's literally how I started my business. Wow. I went there. I had a table. I have a picture of it. I think I even like made a whole reel about it. I had a table full, a six foot table of like mostly bath salts. My niter tea, which was a chamomile blend, like a very basic kind of intro blend. I only had a certain amount of herbs that I could even work with at the time, right? That was all funded by me. I spent maybe, I don't know, I went to Joanne's and got like a fabric square. And then I went and picked wildflowers and I sewed them together in a garland. And I just used like different stuff that I had in my house obviously it's pretty like it was like that gator would be there or something you know like just something to make it look nice but really focus on the color you know everything black and focus on the colors popping right I sold out and made $500 and I took that $500 and I put it towards not only my next market, but getting more packaging stuff. So I was able to have like a tincture, you know, and like afford the bottles. And I've been doing it that way since, right? I didn't have a ton of startup money. When I opened up my shop here in town, I was building this house. So I couldn't put anything on credit cards. I couldn't max out. I paid cash for every single thing, every piece of furniture bought, everything was cash, you know? And so it made receipt tracking a lot harder, but everything was paid for in cash. And I've just always been that way of taking it, nesting, you know, yeah, using what I need to, to survive, but everything else goes right back into the business. 
And I think there's something to be said about just starting where you are. The only thing that was most important to me that it was like above all else I'll do. I have a friend that's a photographer and I knew no matter what my product shots had to be done professionally. My website, I made that website, everything on there. I wrote the content. I designed where things go. I did the background. I taught myself how to design a website. I taught myself social media marketing. I taught, I, again, I'm a Virgo. I get it. But like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I learned all this. I follow business people. I follow this lady who she does like an e-course and da, 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 but she puts a series on Canva tips and I just watched them. And for a while, my my Instagram feed was just like Canva cool things that I made from her tips to sell my things with these professional photos, you know, and now I see that I am the business. I am the face. I am, my story is important because there's other people like me and that's where I also get the most fulfillment, you know? And so for me, just starting was the hardest thing. I know a lot of people are planning and I need to have this money and I need to have backers. And I, why just go out there with what you got, do a market or go online. You know, they have like a Etsy, right? Like there's ways to do these things without having this like huge budget. I didn't have shit. (laughs) Okay. I want to know what you would say to someone who says they don't have time because (laughs) you're doing like a fucking lot and you've got the same 24 hours in the day as me, as Kaylee, as Beyonce, like how are (laughs) you? (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, I mean, because like you said, it's trial by fire, right? So like just doing the research and and putting it, are you someone, are you highly energized? Do you like your tinctures obviously help you stay alert or Virgo cat, Um, just like driver, driver, driver. What does that look like? Yeah. So anytime I do any sort of live or market, I do take my Claritas, the one for ADHD. Um, I'm epileptic and have a seizure disorder. So I have both. (laughs) Again, my body hates me. It's fine. But it cannot be killed by conventional means. You know, (laughs) like here we are. (laughs) Um, But I've managed everything and being able to have that memory and recall, which is harder for me with the epilepsy and the seizures. So I take Claritas before events where I have to like have memory and recall and stuff like that. It helps a ton, but no, I am not an energized person. I'm a motivated person. Most of the time, 1030 is as early as I'll schedule anything. Why? Because it's my fucking business and I don't like, like I'll get up at seven, but I just want it quiet. Thankfully I have a tween that she sleeps till whatever time she wants to sleep, you know, and again, we're unschooling. (laughs) So I have that ability to do so, but yeah, like I like it quiet and then 1030. Sure. I'll start my day. And then I'm doing a first sip on Instagram. Right. And so at least I'm engaging in that way. Right. But those are little things I can do throughout the day to have that engagement. I'm taking pictures, I'm researching, I'm doing email, you know, like whatever I can, but then from three to six, I don't do anything. I sit down and watch TV. I eat potato chips or whatever I feel like, you know, like I just take the time off and then I, I cook dinner and this, that, and the other. And then I feel like I have a second win. So then I'll work again, or maybe I don't, you know, like it's just for me, I really fall into where my body is and what my body wants me to do. And yes, I am so privileged that I can do that. And I'm sure there's times, I know there's times when like I'm developing content and I'll work until one, two in the morning and then be like, oh shit, I worked really late, you know, and then I'll sleep again. And it's just, there's 24 hours and not everything has to happen nine to five. We, I'm, I allow my schedule to be flexible other people aren't like that. And I get it, you know, but I just feel like I'm motivated. It's not even that I have the energy. I'm just motivated to succeed. And above all else, I'm motivated to show people that herbs are there and it's right outside their front door and they ignore them. And it's so healing. Have you ever taken the, my human design thing? I haven't, but I totally want to. I want to know what you are. Let me know. Maybe I'll do it today. Good. (laughs) I need to know what you are. (laughs) I haven't done an Instagram reel today. And in February, I'm trying to do one a day. Every February, that's what I do. Because I gain like a thousand followers from doing it. And so every 
February. I do a reel every day because it constantly, it pushes you higher in the algorithm, right? Like shit you didn't go to school for, or at least I didn't. <laughs> so I don't have a reel today. So maybe it'll be like me, like figuring out what I am. Oh my God. Yes. You're yeah, like, we're kind of at the end where I want you to give us all the goods where everyone can find you. Anything else, Grace, that you wanted to add in there? But I like don't want to let you go because I'm obsessed with you. But I know. I, <laughs> I know you got shit going on. I'm always worried I'm talking too much because I know I'm a talker. I know. <laughs> it's your interview. We want to know about you. Obsessed with you. Yeah. You're like, these are normally 15 minute podcasts. No, no. no. I, I think in addition to just sharing where our audience can find you. I would love for you to leave us kind of whatever intention or tip or <laughs> thought you might have for, for anyone listening. Well, manifestation. Love it. Okay. So where people can find me? Yes. And we will okay, so- follow this in our show notes too. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm on TikTok and Instagram. Instagram, definitely the most. TikTok, I post at least once a week, but I should get better on that. But time, right? So at the medicinal melange, I make it very easy to find me at the medicinal and melange is M-E-L-A-N-G-E. It means mixture on everything. Now I will say there's lots of copycats. That's a thing right now that we have in life in general, but it's just my business name at my business name, themedicinalmelange.com to order anything. I have my bio all all of the pictures of all the products that are very beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, I'm also on Facebook, uh, but you know, like TikTok's a lot of fun. Instagram's a lot of fun. So we're there mostly. I do weekly lives on Tuesdays. I do Tuesday tea times and I shoot the shit about herbs and about life. And then, you know, as I'm on the live, I can answer questions. And like, I just did a deep dive on mushrooms that I was making and growing and I showed grow kids and how to make them and stuff like that. So, and these are things I do in my herbalism e-course, but you know, little snippets of like, kind of, this is what I'm doing right now. And sometimes it's just us talking shit, you know, like that's cool too. I love that. Um, and then take the greenpath.com. So the green path is my herbalism course. So it's take the greenpath.com and there you can see everything, you know, it's a newer course. So as people are taking it, we have about, I don't know, 20 students right now so and every Monday we are meeting together and people can it'll be like this like where we're all together on my website and Grace you're showing me those mushrooms you made and Kaylee's like oh I'm drinking this today you know (laughs) or like I made this blend or my kid was sick and I learned about this and here's my formula and Grace can be like oh my god I totally need that formula right so we're it's like an herbalism apprenticeship right we're all here together and learning together and so if you feel overwhelmed and you're like I looked at too much science today and now I don't know what to do and I'm like frozen you know we can talk about it and I can walk you through it so it's not just a talking head that's you know doing demos and and you know lectures it's also that community to ask questions and you know give feedback and stuff like that so that's take the green and you don't just do tinctures but she does teas I have like three of her teas and yeah. I have some stuff that I put in my bath at night yeah I do also oils so I work with the energetic of the plants themselves but I have like lymphatic drainage oils and you know stuff like that I have the teas the oils if you I take a bath every day like a ritual of myself to give myself space to take a bath every day I'll put my oils in there I'll have my tea sometimes I'll put my tea in my bath so yeah and basically like if it's a potion I make it right a tincture a tea or an oil (laughs) yeah you customize like I will I DM her and I'm like this is what's happening with my kids and this is yep. what or and she's like I got you girl like just yeah. go do like the customize on my site so yeah any questions it, it I was have a, yeah that was a big deal for me to be able to because everybody is different and maybe the passion flower doesn't work for you and that's okay let me know and I don't charge extra for that stuff because I I see people charge for herbalism and yeah, it's only 20 bucks, but it's like this big when you get it. And most of my stuff lasts you like three plus months. Mm -hmm. And so I really focus on making it accessible for people and 
to be able to have custom like she has you know the young boy and so it was like I think you just needed something for night but it was like oh no too young so we did like a chamomile blend or something like that I use that all the time like Mm -hmm. my kids don't really take medicine they take your stuff Oh, I appreciate it because they they don't need anything you know they right you know. our bodies are in balance that's the goal exactly I'm obsessed with you okay Thank you. and then another thing I'm obsessed with too that I was reading on your site was mm-hmm. where you said that y'all you offer products at low cost for the LGBTQ plus Yeah. So for me, I want to teach these things. And yes, I have bills to pay, but I'm not out to make the buck. I'm out to teach about these things to empower everybody else. And a lot of times people who are underserved, so in this case, like you were bringing up the LGBTQIA plus community, they, especially in Texas, are overlooked, underserved, women of color, like going to the doctor and just being dismissed, right? And if they need somebody, if anybody, if you just don't have the money to access a doctor, I offer any sort of like, like consultations, you know, maybe we talk on the phone, maybe we DM whatever, and I can offer a product. And then if you can't pay for it, you can't pay for it. I have people come to my markets and they'll be like, oh, but that's too much. You know, most of my products are about 25 bucks. But again, last you about three months, you know, and if that's too much, I have always said it is better for me to gift it and to have that in the world and for you to have that experience with the plants than it is for me to make a buck. I would rather being that I sold off my entire life to be able to pay for this much of healing, whereas plants, I got this much more, you know, so if I can offer that gift and that knowledge to you in a way that is helpful for your budget, I'll do it all day. Like, that's fine. Because I know and that I will be fine. I know that you will be fine. It's about being kind and putting that out there and making sure people know that they are there and they are supported. Like, I see you, you know, you can't pay that. You can only pay 15, fine, then pay 15 or pay zero. And that's okay too, you know? And that's really important to me in my business model. Uh, a lot of people will tell me that's dumb, but you know, like, no, it's whatever. I'm such a fucking beautiful person. You and in just the touched grand me scheme this morning. Things, yeah. And in the grand scheme, scheme of things, I think that speaks to why you are successful and why you will continue to yeah. be successful because your mission I is to build like a empire is to serve those around you. And that is absolutely, absolutely. I just, I want people to know that those plants are there and they're healing and if money is the thing that stops you like then no you know like and and that's why I'm very thankful even like with the e-course like the e-course is two grand and I've been in herbalism schools where they're like five six grand Mm -hmm. and I had to make payments and I'm so thankful for those programs that allowed me to do that and so that was a huge thing when I did mine like I realized it's going to be a lot because I have this huge full herbalism school, you know, it's not just like, here's a couple videos and to continue to add them, you know, it's a big deal. Like right now, um, we start filming this week actually on immunity and I go through everything like, oh, you got a sore throat. Here's these plants and why these plants and what part these plants, oh, it's a sore throat plus body aches. Here's these plants and like making concoctions and here's how you make a salve. And you know what I mean? Like I go through all these things. So yes, it, it's a higher price point, but the fact that I can offer payment plans or scholarships was a huge deal because I don't want people to miss out on having that autonomy and that confidence in their knowledge based on how much they make or don't make. Yeah. And also like it's a high, maybe it's a high price point up front, but like in the long term. Oh, totally. Look at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get to wake up at 1030 if I want or 11. I get to go outside and play with plants. I get to be here with my daughter. Like it's an investment, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that because it has changed my life. Absolutely. freaking amazing. Okay. So before you leave your manifestation intention, I just wanted to tell everyone that this bitch does use reusable packaging mm-hmm. on and compostable, compostable bags, yeah. boxes, and tape. So yep. 
Yep. Everything <laughs> top to bottom. Cause I'm not trying to create more waste, you know, no, I love it. I want to order from India and have it shipped here. Like for what mm -hmm. I can grow it right here. And if I can't grow it right here, there's a plant that does almost the exact same thing that I can grow here. You know? Yes. Like, I love it. Makes sense. <laughs> that was a big deal too. That, that was part of the whole the grand scheme of things. I think for all of us moving forward, I just want to manifest the confidence, you know, and to say I have the confidence to make everything I want a reality right now. It's here now. And I think a lot of people, like we we're saying with the business, like one day I will, I will, I will know I am, you know, I am serving my community. I am being supported by my community and growing my community. And I think it's very important to manifest the life and the abundance that we want by saying, I am receiving the abundance I deserve in life. My abundance is here now. Oh, I love that. I am going to soak in that energy. I'm going to radiate that confidence. Everyone listening, I hope you do the same. Thank you guys so much for joining us and for listening to this beautiful episode. Like we said, we will leave all of the show notes where you can find the medicinal melange and go shop. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and please, if you have not already, like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can also watch the full episode on YouTube at figuringitout underscore GK. Your support means the absolute world to us and we look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday.